You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to MLB Extras, the Los Angeles Angels edition. Hello, everybody. I'm Allison Footer, and I'm here with Rhett Bollinger. As uh, Rhett, the spring training is right around the corner. I'm going to be saying that for another couple of weeks until everybody is actually reporting. Um, but there's, uh, you know, a little bit of news going on with the Angels. Let's talk about the stadium lease situation. So it seems like there's been an agreement to extend conversations um, to have have the team there beyond 2020, correct me if I'm wrong, but what's the latest on that? So the latest thing is on Tuesday night, late at 10 o'clock, the Anaheim City Council had a vote uh, basically to extend the lease by a year so that the Angels would stay in the stadium uh, through 2020. It kind of gives them an extra year to be able to kind of discuss possible, you know, extensions in terms of, you know, keeping the lease either at Angel Stadium or a new stadium in Anaheim. Um, clearly the Angels had to keep their options open in terms of uh, going forward in terms of what they want to do. And Anaheim clearly does not want to lose the Angels. They've been there for, for a very, very long time uh, since the 60s. So they don't want to lose the Angels, but it, it's, it's one of those things where they have to get improvements to their stadium. So it's one of those kind of negotiation tactics. But uh, the good news is for Angel fans is that we know for a fact the Angels will be at Angel Stadium uh, this year and in 2020. And then truthfully, I think the, the most likely scenario is, of course, they stay in Anaheim. Um, but this gives them an extra year to kind of be able to negotiate that. So uh, the city council voted five to two in favor of keeping that uh, in terms of extending that lease after the angels ended up opting out uh, earlier last year. So um, it's definitely something to monitor, but I think at this point uh, we'll see kind of how it goes, but I do think in the long term they'll stay in Anaheim, but this definitely keeps them in there for at least one more year to be able to negotiate with the city. Yeah. Does it, does it seem like one side has the upper hand over the other? I mean, it's easy to say, well, we're going to leave. It's a little more difficult to say we're leaving and we have a place to go and here it is. And we're getting a new stadium. Um, I mean, it just sounds like that this could be, like you said, I mean, it'll probably just get resolved, but is there somebody, is it the team that has the upper hand here? I think that angels do have the upper hand because they opted out the way they did. Um, Cause this would have been their last year if, if they didn't extend this by one year. So um, and I think the team has upper hand in the sense, too, that the city has more to lose in terms of just losing the team itself to a different city around here. Uh, being someone who's from the area, it's hard to believe that there's another area they could go to that would be willing to build them a stadium and all that. So um, it's just kind of one of those hardline tactics. You know, Artie Moreno uh, is a guy that, you know, knows how to play hardball. We, we've seen his team uh, change his team name for, for reasons, too. So uh, obviously a smart guy that knows what he's doing in terms of uh, these kind of moves. So. We'll see how it goes, but uh, yeah, I do think at this, at this point the team does have a little bit of the upper hand, but at the same time, I still just think that there's not really anywhere else for them to go, and Anaheim's the best place to do it. I think fans obviously do want them in Anaheim. Uh, they don't want them going anywhere else, especially not into L.A. County because uh, they're known as kind of the Orange County team, um, and they don't want to get too close into, you know, into where the Dodgers are up into L.A. County. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, well, back onto the field. Uh, between the chalk lines, we have um, the, the Angels made a move. They... I guess fortified their bullpen a little bit by picking up right-hander John Curtis. So what can you tell us about him and where he might fit into the whole uh, relief core? So John Curtis is a guy that I covered in Minnesota, uh, was a big prospect for them as a reliever, hard thrower uh, from the University of Texas. Um, is still ranked among the top 30 prospects or was for the Twins and now joins the top 30 for the Angels. So he's still considered a prospect. Um, 
He's 25 years old. Uh, his fastball averages right around 95 miles per hour, and, and he can hit 97. So uh, I mean, kind of a, a good slider, but a little bit inconsistent. Um, strikeout numbers at AAA and ERA at AAA are, are both great. Uh, the majors so far, you know, he's pitched 15 innings over the last two years. Um, he struck out 17 guys and only walked six, but ERA is right around 7.2. So he struggled a little bit in the in the majors, but he hasn't had too much of a, of a chance to really settle in. It's kind of a small sample size. So uh, for me, I, I think the Angels is a good call for them as a hard thrower, a guy that for some reason, though, doesn't have much of a, a ground ball rate, a lot of fly balls. The Angels definitely prefer uh, pitchers that get ground balls. But it could be a little bit of a fluke in the majors so far because he got pretty good ground ball rates in the minors. Um, so I just think more than anything, he's a guy that you know can go to AAA if they need him to. Uh, he's got two more years of options. So to me, it's a good lottery ticket to try on. You know, They traded a, away an 18-year-old uh, prospect from the Dominican Republic uh, that if he ever gets to the majors, if at all, it would be a long time from now. So to me, it made a lot of sense. We know the Angels need relief help. Uh, so it, you know, it was a, a good gamble, I think, as a guy that I followed and, and have watched a lot over the years in John Curtis. Um, I, I think it made a lot of sense for the Angels. And I do think that he's got a chance uh, to develop into a, a solid reliever, but I do think he might need a little bit more time there in the minors. But we'll kind of see how it goes there in spring training. He'll certainly be uh, competing for a job there. Yeah, leading up to spring training, we're we're um, looking, we're examining the roster um, a little more, just with a little tighter lens, and we want to maybe spotlight uh, a player every week to to sort of um, talk about where he fits into the big picture. And let's talk about Zach Cozart a little bit. That was a big acquisition for the Angels, and then it was a huge bummer when Zach ended up getting hurt. But a fabulous baseball player, a really um, established himself as a Cincinnati Red before coming over to the Angels. So what, where, where do you think he'll play in 2019? And do you think that he'll be back up to, you know, close to hundred percent? Well, the good news is with the injury is that he, you know, tore his labrum in his shoulder, but it was his left shoulder, which is not his throwing shoulder or, you know, kind of the uh, more important shoulder form, I guess you could say. So um, the good news is he's going to be healthy this year. Uh, coming into the season, uh, you know, last year, like I said, he was a big acquisition, started off as their leadoff hitter. Um, I think he's got a chance to lead off again this year um, if he's healthy heading into camp and has a good spring training. Uh, but position-wise, it's kind of up in the air. I mean, I think he can play really third or second, just kind of kind of depend on how uh, the rest of the infield competition goes. You know, they've got a couple other guys uh, in the mix there, including David Fletcher, who could start at, uh, at second base or at third base, sorry, that would move him to Cozart to second. And you could obviously have, uh, you know, Taylor Wards in that mix too. Um, and he could play some second base or even Tom Estella. So uh, they've got some guys that are going to be competing for spots in the middle infield. Obviously, Kozar's locked up either way, um, but I, I could see him either at third or second, depending on how the rest of the competitions go. But um, yeah, if he can stay healthy, that'd be a big uh, a big upgrade for the Angels in terms of last year not having him around. It certainly hurt that team uh, as a guy that has some power and a pretty solid defender. So um, someone, obviously the Angels are hoping they're going to stay healthy this year, and we'll kind of see how it goes in spring training where he ends up uh, starting on opening day. One of the more interesting aspects of an offseason is probably something that not a lot of people know about, but MLB hosts the MLB Rookie Career Development Program. And what they do is they gather prospects from every team in one place and they give them training on everything from dealing with media to just dealing with the major league life, just everything that they may need to know 
um, as they're, you know, before their major league careers have really gotten started. And you recently caught up with a, a huge prospect for the Angels, um, the club's number two prospect in uh, right-hander Griffin Canning. And I mean, he seemed to, you know, benefit from this kind of training session. What did you glean from your conversation with him? Yeah, it's a great program. Like you said, it's one where they can learn a lot about what to expect when they get to the majors in a lot of different ways. You know, media training, uh, just how to handle yourself in the clubhouse. I mean, you learn all about how everything works, even your per diem. Like, there's so much stuff they learn about what to expect. And it's nice for these guys not to get called up and not know what to do. You know, it, it is a big step. You know, you get involved with the majors and obviously get called up. They do a lot for you. It's a lot easier uh, once you're in the majors in terms of having all these people at club easier and to help you out. But um, it, it's a good way to kind of learn and be able to go to these kind of uh, kind of learn a little bit more from these uh, people here that, you know, other rookies there too to talk to. So, and Griffin Canning, we know, is a big prospect for the Angels. Um, guy that, you know, last year was his first year in pro ball and he made it all the way up to AAA. Uh, you know, a very kind of a, one of those guys that was an advanced pitcher in college, was was very good at UCLA. Uh, so he came in with, a, you know, a pretty good idea of what works and what doesn't for him. He, he's a, got a, he's one of those guys that has a four-pitch mix, you know, has a great changeup and is developing that, curveball and slider but someone that can definitely stay as a starter for sure because of that not a, not a hard thrower more more low 90s uh, you know can hit the mid 90s here and there when he needs to um but one of those kind of polished college guys uh, that he went in the second round because of some injury concerns uh so he didn't play at all with the angels in his first year of pro ball uh in 2017 but was able to heal up for 2018 and had a full season without any injury issues and yeah this year he's going to come in uh likely at triple a and kind of knocking on the door there in the majors that quickly. So uh, it turned out to be a, you know, a solid draft pick for the angels is that, you know, the number two overall prospect and their top pitching prospect. But yeah, it was a good, good idea for him to be able to go to this uh, can't, you know, the, the rookie development uh, career thing and, and learn a lot about what to expect because it makes it a lot easier of a transition once he is uh, called up, which could happen as soon as this season. Absolutely. Players are so much more polished these days when they come up than they used to. And I credit that program for uh, for a lot of that, um, which it's just great because um, these guys need a little bit of help. And and that's certainly, and there's, you know, there's comfort in numbers. I mean, it's like all the top prospects are there together. So uh, that's a pretty cool experience for them, too. Um, Moving on, uh, the last topic that I wanted to touch upon. Uh, recently, all of the beat writers for all 30 clubs, they um, – projected their opening day lineup if opening day was today and we know it's not but in the angels uh, situation it seems like this might not change a whole lot Cozart, trout upton justin boer uh he looks very good in the cleanup spot there pujols um simmons calhoun fletcher lucroy so what say you even though i don't think albert pujols is going to get as much playing time as everybody might think he's going to but uh that's a pretty solid lineup yeah, I think it's going to score some runs. I mean, the big name obviously missing there is Shohei Otani. Uh, we'll find out more hopefully in the next two weeks or so. We've talked about how he has that big meeting here with uh, Dr. Alatrach at the end of January. So once we kind of get a feel for when Otani will be back, uh, we'll know a little bit more about that lineup and when he's going to be in it. And I think you're right. Once Otani is, you know, clear to play, he's going to be a DH uh, most of the time. And I think they'll kind of rotate Pujols in based on matchups. Uh, so I do think Justin Bohr is going to get a lot of playing time as well at first base. Uh, they need kind of a lefty in that lineup too. You know, a very right-handed, heavy lineup. Their their best hitters like Trout and Upton, uh, Simmons are all they're all right-handed. So um, I think that he kind of adds a little bit of balance in that lineup. So I think that board signing made a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, I do think you're right in that Pujols probably isn't going to see a, a ton of playing time barring injuries to uh, you know Bohr or if Ortani doesn't play as much as we we expect. 
Um, like I said earlier, Fletcher, I think, has a heads up to maybe make to win a spot there in camp, but he's going to be competing against Taylor Ward, who's going to be competing against you know, Tommy LaStella. Um, LaStella's more of a bench guy. Last year he led the majors in, in pinch hits, actually, uh, with the Cubs. So more of a bench piece, but he, he's going to be in the mix in spring training. So that's more of the unknown. I mean, there's still an outside chance they could trade away you know, Cole Calhoun because he's owed more than $10 million to clear some salary. But at this point, they've already signed their starting pitchers, I don't think they're going to break the bank for any relievers. So I don't know that it's as necessary now to trade Calhoun. Um, but they had to hope for a better year from him last year. Started off so slow, had a better second half. If he can keep it a little bit more consistent, that would be huge for that offense. In fact, about Luke Roy is more of a defensive-minded uh, you know, uh, catcher at this point in his career. But you know, last year still did pretty well with runners in scoring position, still kind of a professional hitter. Um, but yeah, I mean, Trout's obviously the key to the lineup. Uh, Brad Osmus said in spring training at the winter meetings, he plans to hit Trout second to give him as many at-bats as possible and kind of in more key situations. So, um, yeah, I do think this is a lineup that can score some runs. But as we've talked about before, this is a team that's had some injury uh, concerns in the past. And if they can stay healthy, though, I do think this is a, a pretty solid offense just going to be about getting that pitching in order uh, this season. Yeah, it's probably um, notable to, that as we are recording this, Albert Pujols is celebrating his 39th birthday. So... <laughs> Yeah, that's just kind of a significant age, 39. So happy birthday to Albert Pujols. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks to everybody for listening to MLB Extras, the Los Angeles Angels edition, and we will catch up with you next time.